two guys with more chemistry than any two heterosexual males should have came together on the BF Tangent to talk life, sports, and a whole lot of unedited truth. So give us an hour and we'll give you way too much information. Back, Brady. Back on the tangent. Nice, another week. Now, um, I'm pretty fucking pumped because not only do we have an awesome guest tonight, Mr. Jarrell Yao Yi. You're welcome. But, um, <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just so wrapped up in comfort right now because I'm freeballing tonight, but my overexertion shorts with those inner liners, that inner skin technology, yeah, just got me. I couldn't be more supportive. Are they even, <laughs> even keeping that erection under wraps yeah, that, that well, we got yeah. Jarrell in the house? Can't you or? see how I'm balancing my laptop? Yeah, that's right. It's just kind of floating in midair over there. Yeah. I'm just letting you know I'm actually free. <laughs> <laughs> I've just uh, been, just jumped up and it's uh, convenient that you're just up the road. Yeah. Um, the studio. That's and uh, I just jumped out of bed playing FIFA, so smacking FIFA. I don't know if his boys do, but might have to come down and get a towel in one day. Eh? No, I th- yeah, I think uh, when I with Keenan, we talk we talk a bit of FIFA, and he he reckons he smacks you up, but it's it's something that you'd have to put a lot of hours to, I think, into getting good. Or yeah, yeah. Look, I've I've perfected it. I think when I first get the game, I I smash it for I think nine or eight hours straight. And yeah, it's pretty depressing to think. That. Can I do that? But now, now, boys, as much as I love video games, <laughs> I was I was trying to put together a spiel for every session. Okay, sweet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're an awesome sponsor of ours that we have on board. So uh, get on board and check them out. They are if you want a pair of these extremely supportive shorts, get online at overexertion overexertionclothing.com and use their Christmas code Xmas thirty. And get online and get yourself a set. I can see Gerald right now. He's punching in his yeah, phone. Yeah, I'm just punching in the code now, mate, on my phone. So. All the stock's behind him, so just don't worry about that, Gerald. You can take someone <laughs> you leave. <laughs> well, we, we'll have a chat to some people who know some people, mate. We might be able to hook you up. Okay, okay, okay. And um, also, special thanks to Offroad Cartel. Um, get online and support those guys at offroadcartel.com.au. All right. Boom. So, what's what's news? Uh, nothing. What's uh, Not much happened to me this week. Uh we usually talk a bit about the week, Gerald. It's just having because we we try to do this once a week. Okay, okay. So really, you not... want to know about my week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my week's pretty boring, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is it is only uh, the start of the weekend. Oh, but the, I suppose the weekend, I I actually had a had a few beers with um, uh, Hodjo and uh, the great GI on Friday night and the Hodge, uh, the Hodge and the the GI and. Uh, Three black brothers just getting together. <laughs> Some mad Murrays. Pretty racist, man. <laughs> Some mad Murrays. <laughs> just, uh, just, just keeping it in tight in the yeah, family. Yeah, where'd you, you venture know? to? Were you down the oh, river? Or? We ventured to um, sixes and sevens, oh, which, yeah. is, which is a classic place. James Very classy, Street. and I've turned up in a in a Dreamville shirt. Exactly this one, actually. <laughs> yeah. J. Cole. I don't know if anyone's heard his new album yet, but if you haven't, get online and, and listen to it. Oh, man. Too, I'm too busy listening to Slim Shady reruns, so... <laughs> You look a little bit like Eminem too. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but we Especially we stepped in our character up there. <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. We stepped out on the town boys and uh, we had a few beers and uh, let's just say I gave it a really good nudge yeah. over on Sunday. But uh, you reckon the other two boys were too? 
Yeah, you know what happens? We we sort of just go our own ways. We don't talk to each other for a good three or four days. So I haven't heard from. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't heard from either. Or actually, I did dead. see Hodge at work today. So, so his English really. just at home for. The yeah, mate. Season. He just comes up. Uh, obviously, he's finished a tour and yeah, um, over in England. So he's just finished up now, and he comes back and and stays up here for a little bit with his little family and yeah. gets away from the the big city down there in Sydney. So yeah, it's good to. It was good to see him. He um he looks bigger than ever. He's oh, a monster, yeah? Eh? yeah, mate. He doesn't. He doesn't shrink. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, he's a he's a big, big human. I know why people struggle to to tackle him. <laughs> yeah. But that's basically my week, Freddie. Yeah. Oh, week? mate. Oh, fucking. Like I went out. We, uh, the CrossFit gym I go to. We had a. They had their Christmas party, so they had it at the New Market. And oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the Newey. So they they did that. You know the corner there. They, they, oh, they block it off. Yeah, yeah they yeah. block it off. And uh, I went in there and I actually took one of my mates um, who doesn't go to the gym in case I just didn't want to fucking talk CrossFit all night. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I took I took my mate. How uh, many chin ups you did? How many short shirts I can rip off in one exercise? <laughs> A funny fact about CrossFitters, Bart, is no one loves to get proper ride themselves off drunk. Oh in, man, than CrossFitters. Yes, and then once what? they're proper drunk, they always like go through the motions of workouts, like. It's like you'll see people like demoing how to do chin ups. They're, and stuff they're, like they're that. cranking burpees on the dance floor and shit. <laughs> Imagine if you've seen those rugby league players, like oh, people man. just throwing dummies and yeah. stepping yeah. people. Oh, Freddie yeah. does it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be insane. I'm getting up a high ball on Friday, yeah. just <laughs> getting above people. Yeah, yeah. Just running through Palmer. Yeah. Get out of the way, getting to the bar. I'm GI. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the. Uh, uh, so I'm there and, and I usually, I'll write myself off, but the, everyone else was just on another level. And I was like, kind of like, all right, I was getting drunk, but I'll just stay in the shadows and just, so I have all shit on everyone on, on the Monday. But I noticed the boys creeping in the shadows with your pad. Yeah. yeah. Few of the boys, their fucking jaw was south of the border. So they're fucking MDMA and hardcore. And, and one of them, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to mention names of this shit, but one of them comes up to me and he's, he's dripping. It's like, I'm like, did you just come from the new market fucking pool? Cunt? And then he, he walks up and, uh, he's like, Oh, Freddy, um, you want to get on some of this shit? And I was like, bro, if it makes me look like you, there's no way I'm touching it, you know? It's probably just pre-workout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jack 3D, yeah, That's right. So he, he so he chucked, a, he chucked a clippy in my back pocket and I just went and sold it to someone else. <laughs> Made 30 bucks. But uh, yeah, but yeah, it was a pretty good party. And then uh, I, 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 I split, like I smoke bombed at about two. And that was, yeah, that was my week. Two in the morning or in the other? No, no two in the morning. And <laughs> Holy the, and, and the And the boys. It's not really smoking. New laundry and it's <laughs> two o'clock lockout. And you've just, <laughs> so you've really pushed it to the limit. You just think, lied to us. Uh, he was boys, actually escorted out at two <laughs> I think the boys were saying at the new even behind that one bar stays open till five now. Oh wow. Yeah, so I think the new bloody about to get a hit this weekend. <laughs> you and your you and your gluten free beers, you're yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. O'Brien's we emailed him about a sponsor. They haven't got back to us yet. So <laughs> Brian's you mad. Yeah, get back to him. Yeah. We'll drink the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they might after we we say so. Jarrell's sitting over there drinking a nice cold O'Brien's. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll we'll link that straight to him. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, classic. Yeah. What are you doing? Me? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I've just been comfy pants and yeah. Just been extra supported. Yeah. Yep. No, I've just been running around doing Christmas parties, mate. Christmas parties. Chris- everywhere. Oh, what about Christmas? It's the silly. It's season. Just, it's crazy part of the year. 
I reckon I've put on at least three or four kilos in the last like three, four weeks. Just so many Christmas parties, so many, so much food and beer, and oh. and we're not even there yet. You no, know, like, I know, I know, and it, it annoys me. We're still because I'm yeah. I just just looked after to get my beach body there, and now it's like gone. <laughs> so I'll be going with long long skins on when I go to the beach now. <laughs> Do you have a big family for Christmas, right? Oh, uh, look, usually the Yowie family are very. Um, like everywhere So Usually Christmas day For me Is just going to my nan's For breakfast And She cooks up A massive feed And then Oh those O'Brien's Getting me um, <laughs> Just the goodness of Yeah it. yeah The um, And then I go to my mum's And we have a Have a massive feed For lunch So by the end of the day I'm I'm, I'm absolutely done But it's become a ritual For me to go to the Reeds Jack Reeds family's uh, um, House for You know For a nighttime um, Christmas dinner And And Pretty much just get pissed. Uh, yeah. But this year, it's good. He's having it. Usually, he's from Bribey Island. So, I've got to get all the way out there. But this the year, island. we're not. Yeah, Bribey Island. Um, Matt Gillette's uh, stomping ground. He yeah. owns basically all of Bribey. I don't know. Yeah. Shout um, out to the Warrigals, eh? Yeah, the, the Warrigals. <laughs> well, no one's going to argue with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be heading out uh, at the Reeds house this year. It's in Brisbane. So, thank goodness I don't have to go too far to, to go there. But um, big holidays uh, um, due for, for myself and... We're going out to Kingscliff, so we go with um, the Oats, um, the Reeds, and the Gillettes. So oh, yeah. Got a big mansion down at Kingscliff down there this year. We Usually we stay in a little shack, but uh, this year we've stepped it up because Gillo's played a bit of tour and he's got a bit of Four Nations, and Oats, he's played a bit of Origin, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they got a bit of cash to blow, the boys. So uh, we're looking forward to it, mate. I can't wait to get away. I've, I actually haven't had a holiday since I went to America last year yeah. in November, finished up, oh, October, yeah. so... Been pretty far out at the Broncos and yeah. with my new job now, um, social media on the social media team and and doing all the corporate stuff and and sponsorship with them. So, but with this, you get to go around with the boys again. Well, look, it's still the the opportunities there. Um, I suppose it just depends how good I do my job before game one comes along. There is a there is an England trip which I'd love to get on, um, but I'm not going to hold my breath. But there's also um, obviously everyone knows about the nines coming up as well yeah. in, in uh, February. Um, the Indigenous All Stars, I'll probably be on their camp as well, doing doing a lot of their stuff, a lot of their interviewing the boys and, and social media as well. So, um, sort of taking off in the world and um, hopefully trying to start things up like this at the Broncos as well. You've you've given me an insight to the the podcast world. I really want to start something up like yeah. like at the at the club. Uh, so hopefully something like that can fuck, kick off. It's a good outlet, you know. And if you could get, you know, get another, uh, it's like get you and Hodjo or something doing yeah. it, it'd be fucking classic. Well, Hodjo's pretty good at talking shit, so he could definitely be on it. <laughs> um, no, and, and look, we don't want, I suppose if we do something like that, we don't want it to be about footy all the time. Nah. We just want it to be about the boys' lives and regular everyday stuff and yeah. Um, just normal things. We don't want them to talk about footy all the time. Yeah. They always talk do, about footy. Do you reckon if you did something like that, would you have to tame it up, though, if it was under that Broncos umbrella? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. <laughs> we probably couldn't be dropping the C-bombs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, make sure you bring the boys on here for a serious chat. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, they'll actually enjoy that. Um, no, I've actually talked about Reedy, because um, obviously you know Reedy. Yeah. Um, about bringing him on, and he's uh, he's pretty keen to to have a little uh, chat. He's yeah. pretty good. Like I said, a lot of us footy players are pretty good at talking shit. So, um, would love to love to bring him on, uh, have some O'Brien gluten free beer. It'd be <laughs> <That's> amazing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's we've actually come full circle with you, Joel, because on our SoundCloud account, you're our first episode. So now it's what this is twenty. Yeah, yeah, this is episode twenty now. 
So yeah, so first to twenty, and last time we actually talked about that last tour in the states that you're just yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. See these boys, are, and I actually I actually have been listening to some of your podcasts as well. So uh, on SoundCloud because I it's uh it's one of my favorite things to do is listen to just stuff on SoundCloud, and I actually um was like oh the boys might be on there, the Tanger might be on there, so <laughs> had a look and listened to a couple and. And I didn't listen to mine because I hate listening to my voice. But yeah. well, you're talking um, talking about your voice, man. Um, the Nova, the Nova Top Five. When you when I, <laughs> I, I talked, to, did you hear no, that, man? No, oh, oh man, fuck. So um, my mate Chris Sival, who's the biggest rugby league fan ever. Like I, like you say, you don't like talking about footy. Yeah. I hate when he calls me because <laughs> I get like I'm I'm just a what's his sp- name? Uh, Chris Sival. Chris, you hear that? Don't talk about footy when he calls me, because he's a fucking cowboy supporter too. Oh, so okay, you know okay. he's one of those. Yeah, yeah my favorite team's Cowboys. My second favorite team's anyone playing the Broncos. And yeah, he's one of those guys. Yeah. So anyway, he called. Yeah, I, I called him the Savi, and I'm like, oh, we're having Jarrell on again. The um, the Savi. Think of any questions? And he goes, no, nah, I just wanna, I just wanna know how he got his voice so so good, and <laughs> and also um why um Maguire's is so bad. <laughs> well, obviously, I've got a bit of a better head than Josh, and you have a look at Josh's head, and you can see nothing's good coming out of that. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we just put it that way. And if you're listening to this, Moosey, I don't really care, Josh. <laughs> so he's not the best looking bloke, but. I did actually watch a clip of him today. One of the young boys on Instagram, um, on his Instagram, uh, one of the young boys called him out at training for fifty dollars to say they could beat him over hundred meters. Tavita Pangai Jr. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Josh absolutely smoked him. I actually didn't know Josh had that kind of pace, but we'll have to set up a race because I'm a hundred meter demon myself. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He goes good. You over go right? How yeah. fast? Oh, I don't know. I've never so clocked we, it. <laughs> we, we usually, uh, he's definitely in front of us at like the 20 and 30. Like he takes yeah, off yeah, like yeah. a robot. So off the mark. Yeah, yeah off yeah, the mark. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, who'd, you, who'd you rate? And then you jump off your motorbike and then start <laughs> yeah, running. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Step straight off my pushy. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. I'm out of gas. <laughs> so tell us a bit about what you're doing at the Broncos now, mate. So, yeah, so um, I've moved into a, a role that... Sort of out of community, uh, the Indigenous program, which I previously previously was in, uh, was um, community program officer. Basically, just going out to schools, teaching kids about attendance and making sure they turn up to school. Loved it. Um, right up my alley. And me being an Indigenous kid myself, really good to you know be able to teach them um, to make sure they come to school. But moved into a role that suits me so much better, my personality. Love talking. Uh, love meeting people. And I just love the fans at the Broncos. So... I've moved into a role where basically I have the reign to be able to give the behind scenes of all, all what the fans want to see. So you picture it this way. If you know, you've got a Benny Hunt and someone's a fan of Benny Hunt, you know, I'll follow. This is what my ideas are and what I want to do. I want to follow Ben around for the day and see what he does on game day and what he does differently or, or what the boys do after they finish training. Because no one sees that, you know, they go and do their ice bars, yeah. but you get the cameras and no one gets to see the fun they have, uh, um, you know, at the gym, playing basketball in the car park, just all that kind of stuff. So I've taken over the Broncos Instagram. I use all their Insta stories, but I also interview the boys now. So I do all that kind of stuff. Um, game day, I'm still do game day, um, everything on game day. So Bronco TV, uh, that, that happens at the game yep. and, and do all the, you know, the pregame and halftime stuff. But there's just a lot more insight. So I basically, what my role is called is fan engagement officer. So I basically engage the fans to what we don't get to see at the Broncos. Yeah. And um, I really want to build a role like that 
in digital media for the Broncos. I want us to be the best at it in Australia, basically. Um, and and that's what our you know my bosses have at the Broncos. Their their vision is for the Brisbane Broncos to you know have the best Facebook, Instagram, everything like that because it's just exploding. You know? Yeah, it's just it's just happening. And who better? I suppose than myself. Yeah, you know, right. I'm still young. I'm still around the club. I still know all the players, so they trust me. Um, and it's just very enjoyable. It might not say, seem like a job. <laughs> it <seems laughs> yeah. like, it, it sounds se- like a fucking sweet job. Yeah, yeah, and it seems pretty cool, but there is a lot of uh, behind-the-scenes stuff that I have to, you know, do as well, and um, learning, you know, getting a photography, you know, doing all the photography stuff, videography, yeah. learning all that so I can control, you know, anything on my computer by myself, so... It it does come with its benefits, um, but it also comes with you know sitting at the, sitting in the office and yeah. Yeah. you know doing but, all that yeah. kind of stuff. But like you said, those boys are gonna when you're talking to them, they're just gonna feel like they're just talking. Yeah, to just you. open up a little Ma- bit. Like more. imagine if they brought in this total square that's just following them around, doing trying to do Instagram. Yeah, well we, we we have a we have a media manager and and there's nothing wrong with him. Tra- you know he's a great media manager. Um, but he's been there for so long now. I think we just needed something a little bit different. And you know, as me being, you know, I've sort of just gone to um, my boss and just said, I, you know, I love the program on him. I'm in, but I'm. I feel like my personality is getting wasted sitting, you know, at schools. And I love my kids at at uh, any school that I was at. And I'll still help that community program. I'm still in it, and we'll do a lot of stuff with them. But I feel like my um, my vision and and what I want to do more, apart from coaching is um is is in that role and is in with people and corporate stuff and sponsorship and you know i I just love mingling with people and i love talking to people so it's just a lot easier for me yeah Yeah. that's awesome man i think it's really important that people like yourself get out and into those environments yeah it just gives so many young kids something to to focus on and look up to now on that topic i had a couple of fan questions here mate and one of my one of our fans of the show sent in i'll just find it here um We've got like three fans or four fans. That's, that's a fine. <laughs> that's fine. You might, mate, but I had a, it. Took me like an hour to sift through this. <laughs> um, also, uh, how like how are you traveling in our outside of NRL? I just so so I made me think of it when you said um, with this, you know, you're so focused on it, you want to be the the forefront of um, like the leader in yeah. Uh, showing an insight into like a footballer's life outside of football, sort of thing. So you know, I think. How how are you going finding something to focus on now? Like, are you find, now outside of football? Yeah, oh, well, I'm really bad at getting it out. But no, that's right. I understand what, what you're saying. Say? I yeah. understand what you're saying. Um, every footballer has his struggles when you move move out of rugby league, especially if you've been in the professional field or and you've done something in the game. It's it's so much harder to leave it because one, you get everything given to you and you're so comfortable in your environment. Two, you know, you move away from your mates. Um, that's probably the toughest thing to do. Is and is the stru- losing the structure hard as well? Yeah, so hard, man. Like, put it this way: anyone listening, it's like going to school playing right, like professional rugby league. It is exactly the same thing going to school. You turn up in your uniform. This is the way I see it. You turn up in your uniform. You get your timetable. You go to your classes. You get told what to do. Then you go home. You sleep. You do exactly the same thing. All you've got to do at the end of the year is turn up for your tests and your exams, and basically your exams are you playing footy, you know and it's it's a structure you have for 12 years at school. When you leave school, it's so difficult to move into the big world. That's what rugby league is like when you leave it. And for myself, you know, I did it at such a young age. Um, I was still so um, involved with the game and wanted to be involved and still had so much to give. I think it was just so much harder to do 
Um, you know, when people retire at 30, or some people just have had enough. Um, it is still hard for people because they're so invested with their lives. But I suppose the reason why my transition, and I did struggle with it for, you know, a couple of years when I moved out of it um, really badly, but the best thing about the Broncos, man, is they're such a great establishment and they give you roles to be, you know, put in to to the world, the workforce. So if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have this job for sure. If it wasn't for, you know, people like Hodjo who, who's moved into a role at the club now, I, I, I easily hands down say that the Broncos are the best club to to transition their rugby league life players. after footy definitely so they've definitely. been really supportive after yeah football, like we've yeah. just had a a boy Elijah Alec who was under 20s boy he'd been training with first grade for two years but he had two knee reconstructions like he's out he's done so I've moved on from my role and he's an indigenous kid he's basically just pushed straight into that role so he gets an opportunity at a, he gets a second chance basically at life of where you know he would have just got told by other clubs to go oh we don't have anything for you you go friend for yourself and that's the biggest scariest thing because we don't have skills man like we don't you know if you don't get if you don't get given the opportunity to have a job you know in the under 20s and they do give you opportunities but they're not you know as soon as you pay, as soon as you make the first grade squad it's sort of just everyone steps back then and goes all right you're there you don't really need to work anymore yeah you know, try your best to make it um if you don't make it and try your best in the world. So, like I said, the Broncos are the best at transitioning people. And um, I think uh, we're building so big as a company that we just need players to be in roles. And I feel, what I feel is that um, players should be running these clubs. You know, they know what they know the outfits of them. They know how it should be run. So, they should be the ones doing all the degrees, you know, making sure that the clubs are running right and making sure that our club goes further and further because... You know, they've been in the game for so long. Yeah, so. that's a really important thing. Like, yeah. There's so many industries now that people just do a college degree and get straight into, and they just do not have any idea about what they're trying to run, you know? No. So. Yeah, and look, you can have people who have got degrees, and that's great. And and you need people in the offices for that. But I believe that we can boys that rugby league players can do degrees at the same time. It's not hard. Um, they just got to have the drive for it. Yeah. And once they do do that, they can move into a role. They know how the the structure works in their degree, but they also definitely know how the football field works and yeah. and um and how to sell the product. That's what I think because you got people who are, and you know the Broncos are great how they recruit people. Like we have a lot of people in our department and the offices who are massive Broncos fans, and they they they're people who have always been fans of the Broncos and and who want to invest in the Broncos. So that's probably why the club runs so well. We've we've got the biggest membership in in um in the whole of Australia. Like not many people over AFL, everyone. So we turn over the most money than any clubs. Oh, yeah. we're, we're we're the biggest company, sporting company in Australia. So it's crazy to think that. And I didn't even know that until that is I, fucking crazy. Yeah, I didn't even know That's that until awesome. I moved into the, this world, into the you know to the office world. But some of the stats you hear, man, are, are just insane. Like there's yeah, we've got more like. Collingwood, you know, they're, they're a massive yeah. club. But when we go down there and present down there to them and tell them that we have more members than them, people go, what? <laughs> go, yeah. yeah. So On the Broncos are a, a, a crazy establishment, man. And they and we, we turned over some crazy money this so year. Suck a dick, AFL. Yep. Yeah, basically. 
Like that, yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> while, while we're on the fan questions, my only other one was, so for um, looking back, because your career got cut short, obviously, I'm sure you're sick of talking about it, but, um, <laughs> just, <laughs> but um, just one more thing was, is there any just advice? Just letting you know, Joel, you were at the top of your game and it got cut short. <laughs> hey, hey, what, I, wasn't, really? I wasn't being that brutal. <laughs> really? No, no. But is there any advice you'd give to anyone about focusing on the little moments and trying to take it all in while oh, it's happening? man, to be honest, I, I don't know. Um, Probably not the the best, you know, answers to give. I just, if I was going to give any advice, it'd be enjoy everything while you're doing it. Yeah. I mean, like, if I could go back, I probably couldn't have enjoyed it anymore. I literally loved what I did. I enjoyed, enjoyed every moment of it. I, I especially celebrated the moments that I enjoyed. Like, oh, gosh, I did. I, I love to go out and have a drink after oh, I did something like Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, man, I enjoyed every single moment. But when it comes to playing footy, I turn up at train, I do my work. But when it comes to the game, I just had fun. Um, and a lot of people, a lot of kids ask me, or a lot of adults ask me, what would you tell kids? And I'm just like, seriously, don't even think about playing first grade. Like, it ruins kids lives man it ruins their lives because they're so determined to make all this money and do this and that like man yeah put, I, putting that extra stress on themselves oh, for no reason man, i don't think i could make it in this time this day and age well i'm not saying i'm old but you know like you kids <laughs> all kids want to do is play footy for the money and the fame like stuff that man like i played footy because i love playing footy so yeah any advice just enjoy anything you're doing because it could be over pretty quickly yeah um like Jack Reed's another, you know, case, you know, he, he come in late in the game and, and he, man, he made a name for himself with the Broncos, yeah. but he's exited early in his career where he could have played another three or, you know, three to five years. Yeah. And that's a lot of money in the game now because, you know, with the, with the salary cap getting bigger and bigger, man, he would have been making millions in the next, you know, next couple of years. And, um, these are the things that, that come with rugby league, but man, I've got, I know boys that, played other clubs and have been to so many other clubs they just said they just don't enjoy it anymore yeah they literally do it because they need to because yeah, they true. need to make money you yeah. know and the minimum wage now is 80 you know eighty thousand dollars for a footy player i mean that's great you know you're doing something you love and you got boys boys that train that are whinging so when i catch people doing that i just pull your fucking head in yeah you know, you know just pull your head in and um, I just play the sympathy card and just say, you, you want to give me your ankle? I'll play. I mean, yeah, so it doesn't yeah. bother me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll play for 80. It doesn't bother me. So, um, yeah, I just have fun, man. I'm, that's about it. Like, just really, really enjoy it. Because if I could, I mean, I wouldn't take anything back, but I'd love to play again, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. The, you played recently, didn't you, bro? Yeah, I actually did play recently. <laughs> I played in a Legends game at, um, at Wynnum. <laughs> Oh, what, what legends are we talking? Just rugby league legends. Yeah, but like who was out? Oh, so <laughs> sorry, I just mean legends in general. A <laughs> couple of golfers were there. Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee, yeah. um, Doug Bruce Lee. Some up. big names: uh, Petro, um, Buddy. Who else was playing? Oh, Brad Thorne, the famous Brad Thorne. Yeah. Holy dooly! Yeah, man, the the goat. Like he was playing. <laughs> I, you know, I've known. Was Menzies there? No, no, he wasn't. <laughs> He was a Queensland, I think it was only a Queensland outfit. Oh, well, Mark Tukey, does anyone remember Mark yeah, Tukey? Yeah. Big Mark Tukey. Yeah. Parramatta. Yeah, yep. Um, who else actually? Oh, um, Brett Kamali was in the halves, uh, which was pretty cool. David Peachy at fullback. Oh, like, nice. So man, like yeah, it was it was pretty fun to do. And What I, were you playing? I played in the centres, yeah. so I only played about 60 minutes. Yeah. Um, didn't get any meat pies. I didn't get to jam anyone either. No one ran over my side. I was filthy. Uh, Keenan said you were throwing some boys off though. 
Yeah, yeah. I was um, I was, my attacking game was still going all right. I was just, yeah. I don't know. When I got the ball, I knew it was all fun and games. But as soon as I got it, my instinct took over, and I just wanted to win. You know, what I mean? like <laughs> I just was palming people off and just get off me and uh, set a couple of tries up and yeah. Never lost it, really. <laughs> <laughs> still got it. Yeah, I still got it. <laughs> oh, oh, awesome, man. That's good. Any yeah. more questions there? Right? No, I think I'm out of my uh, fan questions now. Yeah. Um. All I had was fucking because I I jot a few things down before to try to think. All I all I wrote down was what the fuck will they do with Ben Hunt? Um, so <laughs> and you, you wrote it exactly like that <laughs> can't, can't you tell how he just read it off the sheet What the fuck will they do with Ben Hunt <laughs> Oh look To be honest man um, I have no clue Like I'm close with Benny He doesn't give too much away to be honest He's very caught up with his family at the moment He's just got a new kid um, Brady Thomas Named it after Tom Brady Crazy eh That's sick <laughs> Yeah it's pretty cool Um <laughs> Look, like, he, in New, like in New England's in the easy, easiest conference in the <laughs> NFL, but kill it. But anyway, um, he's just man. He's a he's such a laid back kid. Look, I, Broncos would love to keep him, and he would love to stay. But if you're asking me, and I'm talking to Ben, you know, I'm saying you you do what's good for you, man. Yeah. You you take. You know, if it's if it's way more money than Fuck, anywhere else, I can chase that money. Go, bro, because it could be over, man. It could be over any time. And you know, I'm I'm probably a good advocate to have of the Broncos, but also a very bad one because <laughs> you know I tell the boys to just go and take what they can. And yeah, look, they're such a loyal club, the Broncos. They they are. They're such a great loyal club. But you just don't have any time in this game to be making favourites and and playing playing for unders. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, it's 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 like you guys. Like if you were working, and someone goes, "You've been working at this, you know, this business for for ages," but someone offers you fifty grand more, you're not going to stay. Yeah. Like it's just you've got to live your life, you know. Especially in rugby league, you've got to take everything you can while you can, because if you don't, man, it could be like I said, it could be over pretty quickly. So you've got to, and it's not just injury wise. Like you could fuck up. You know, you could do something stupid and just one night you go in the piss and do something stupid and... Piss in your own mouth? Do yeah. Blah blah. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Any kids listening, do not do that. Um, Freddie's an expert at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see that. It's hard with oh, such... I can't it, believe it, you haven't already. It's hard because <laughs> hard I've got such a small cock, so I've really got to get that pressure going. Like, I really build it up, then I just... Let it hit that face right in the mouth. <laughs> oh God, Christian! But yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I heard I heard Todd Carney's back at the moment too. He is. He yeah. just fought Chrissy Sandow and it was an absolute <laughs> bludger of a fight. <laughs> I, heard, uh, I didn't see the fight, but I heard Chris had some idea. Yeah, he did. He did. At one stage, Todd backhanded him, and I thought to myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What are they teaching over in England? Like, you're coming back no. from over there. Like, you'd at least be able to throw them getting in a fight in a game over there. So they had an NRL footy fight night. They, yeah. they do them every year now, oh, don't okay. they, Joel? Mm. Yeah. And so it was... He that... fucking backhanded him in a ring. <laughs> so they were just... I was sort of just going at it. And he's, he's sort of turned and backhanded him, like, with his lip. <laughs> I'm just thinking, Jesus, Todd. What do they do? Is it three two-minute rounds or something yeah. like that? It's a brawl, man. It's yeah. a it's an absolute brawl. So there's they don't yeah they're, they're not there to box yeah which and, is and yeah. so that was there was two main fights was it was it them and then also Gallon V um, no there was another fellow Penny Cherapau as well from. 
Penny Terrebell from the Eels versus another guy. Yeah. I couldn't remember who the other guy was, but um, that was a blood river fight as well. Yeah. And look, I'm not here to bag anyone. Well, I just did, but <laughs> I mean, they got more balls getting in the ring than me. I mean, I might get in there one Wait, bro, day. we got a rally for you on that shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Freddie will teach you everything he knows, bro. You'll be sweet. Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I actually, actually want to have a fight next yeah. year. Um, so I, I, I train out at um, uh, the boxing shop out at... Um, out at uh, Mount Cravat with Gareth Williams. Gareth Williams actually he coached Chrissy Sandow for this fight, but he he also te- uh, coaches um, Damien Super Hooper. I don't know if you've ever heard Damien, but he's a pretty good Indigenous boxer, um, and uh, he's back in the game at the moment and just won his fight. He's also helped out other other blokes from overseas and everything. So I'm doing a bit of sparring out there um, this year, but I, I just I pulled up a little bit, um, just. I got I don't know. It was not really Hodjo stopped boxing. I stopped boxing. It's just so far to go out there all the time. So, yeah. um, I actually just got a message by Gareth today and asked if I did want to fight next year. So, I'll see how I go. Fuck! What weight would you look at fight? Yeah, now? I'd want to. So I'm about 106 now. So I'd probably want to get down to 100. Heavy. I'd be a heavyweight. Yeah. Um, but you know, I've seen a lot of the heavyweights that fight. They're pretty slow, and I'd be a lot quicker than a lot of them. But I just probably wouldn't have that. That hit on me as much as big as they would. Um, yeah. But the name of the game is, you know, just don't get hit, man. You so it's basically it. And just Mayweather that shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'd be, I'd be, well, I wouldn't be running away. It's a heavy way. I'd be crawling away. So just, <laughs> just getting away slowly. But yeah, it's something that I'm pretty keen to do one day, and hopefully next year. I'm keen to watch Mundine um, fight, fight Green again. Um, I think it'll be obviously his last fight. Maybe both of them, and um, I really hope they get in good shape and, and put a good show on. Because last time they fought, I thought it was it was an awesome fight. Yeah. No matter who won, I thought it was a great fight and great for Australian boxing. So hopefully, you know, they both get in great shape and they actually fight each other. They don't run away, and they, I, I hope right. they have a good fight. Yeah. If, if I was those two, I'd be getting together and I'd say, "All right, Green, you're winning this one, and then we're going to make more millions on a third. Yeah, but that's fucked up and it's rigged, Freddie. So. Yeah, but boxing can boxing be like can that. be rigged. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. I, I reckon. I reckon a lot of. Uh, I reckon some of the yes, boxing is is rigged. Um, but I just I, I'm so I'm so intrigued into in UFC at the moment. Just the way Conor McGregor's doing what he's doing is just insane. And I would love to see Floyd Mayweather with Conor McGregor. I would love it. Oh yeah, I think that's that's what I think the the move has to be for him because it's not he's got a he's every step's been exciting, mm. exciting, exciting. I think even Woodley to fight him to fight Woodley next would be exciting, yeah. but not. But you nah. got to go bigger. It wouldn't be outstanding. And look for Floyd to finish. On 50 fights, he has to do it. It just doesn't seem like 49, like oh, I fought 49 fights. Like, come on, get to the big 5-0, mate. Get to the 5-0 and fight this bloke who's been talking smack as well. Yeah. He's both great shit talkers. Because like, yeah, yeah. what, what's a bigger draw? Uh, Mayweather versus Pacquiao again or Mayweather versus McGregor? No, it's McGregor, yeah. mate. It's the, it's the way to go. And if they don't do it, there's going to be an uproar. And look, he's gone and got his buddy... Um, his boxing license in, Cali. in California. Like, it just seems too good to be true. Like and in this day and like age, they're making what they're going to make over a hundred million. Like it's just it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's so Why wouldn't money. you do it? Yeah. I'd you know. The only no matter who won, it would be it would be insane. The only reason I could see them not doing it is because Conor McGregor would say no. I'm worth 
like Mayweather would be like, I need to be making more. And Conor McGregor would be like, oh, no, nah, that's bullshit. That's, yeah. You know what? I think Conor needs to respect him and say, yeah, look, you can have more because purely you're moving into his sport. He is the champ. Um, you're the champ at UFC, mate, but you're moving into the boxing world. So you've got to, you've got to take a back seat. And, he, and he's already going to take you that check from 20 mil to 100 mil. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So if anyone's got to, you know, bite the ego, it's got to be, it's got to be Connor. Um, because Connor hasn't fought, fought 49 fights. You know, like he hasn't, he hasn't won 49 and 0. Like the champ is the champ. You, yeah. you know, it's clear as day. I think I would love to see a hybrid fight. I would love to see it in a in a in a, a octagon, octagon, but in with gloves. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Yeah, instead of a ring, I I just think that would be cool as just depends on the rules, man. Because I don't think he'd stand it. Like no, 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 just no, just 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 oh, yeah, stand yeah. up. It just wouldn't be a, still, yeah, just, in an just boxing, but in an octagon. You know, you can't bounce off ropes. You you're stuck in a corner. You're stuck in a corner. True, you yeah. know, like. I think it's a benefit both of them. So I don't think that's going to happen, but that's what I would like to see. I think it'd be pretty cool. Who yeah. do you reckon would go the best in the Bronco team, right? Before we get off boxing. <sighs> Fighting? Yeah. Boxing. Josh Maguire goes very well at boxing. Yeah. Um, current players. Oh, mate, a lot of them couldn't hit water if they fell out of a boat. But <laughs> um, <laughs> look, I'd, say, I'd have to say Josh Maguire because I've seen him and I've sparred you know, with him, he's, he goes well. Um, and he's just aggressive. He's like a pit bull. Like, he's just, he doesn't let go and he's got gas. He's got good gas. He's got good fitness. There's there's not really... There's and he's a, a monster. Yeah, and he's a monster. I'll tell you what, it's an absolute blackout at the Broncos at the moment. There's so many dark fellas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm tipping one of them has got to fight. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a blackout. Like, one of them has to fight. One of them has to be able to so fight. So you reckon black to white ratio is off at the moment? Or? Oh, mate. Like, you go into that room, it, it, the lights it, are on, but you can't see anything. Like, <laughs> is it 13 to 1 at the moment? Yeah, bro. It's, it's funny because one of the halves isn't even white now. So no, no, yeah. It's, it's milk. So, mate, we've got <laughs> like we've got we've got boys. It is literally we we have a lot of dark fellas at the club now, and it's a, I don't know if it's a strategy. I, I'm not, I don't know what's going on, but it's never been like that. And we're not, obviously not a racist club, and we're not yeah. anything like that. I just notice that kind of stuff. That's that's where they start saying, "Yeah, the Broncos are real athletic, <laughs> not 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 their real smart team. They're real athletic yeah. team. Hundred yeah. percent. They're not the fittest guys. They don't make the best decisions, yeah. but they just can score a try. Yeah. They can do something. They got freakish. the most fast twitch fibers in the NRL. <laughs> Athletically blessed. Yeah. From from one to seventeen, like if I'm gonna pick the team right now, like it's Darius. He's, he's light skin, so the wingers would be you know at the moment they'd be Corey Oates, and at the moment oh well going from previous from previous um you know this year um players probably Jonas Pearson on the wing, um dark fella so that's two to one. Then you go into the centres you got Jimmy Roberts he's dark, yep. Jordan Carr the other centres he's he's dark as well. Then you got Ben. You got Ben and Milf, <laughs> white, white. So we, we've sort of evened up. So white, dark. So one, two, one, two, three. So the darkies are still up at the moment. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's there's four to three. Then you move into the, who we got. Oh, Maka. He's a light skinned fella. The white fella. He's as white He's as you get. Who's number eight for us? He's not Jack Reed white, but is <laughs> number eight Josh Maguire. Yeah, but they, they talking in, him going to lock or? Yeah, but he's been. He's yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. True. He's Samoan though, so he's got Samoan in him, so he could be in the middle. <laughs> so we're even at the moment at five and five. Yeah. Oh no, that's eight. So four and four. Yeah. You go to Maka, so another light fella. 
Yeah. You go to the ten, you got Blairies in the front row, another dark person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just it's crazy. You go, it's yeah, it's it's so man. And Lexi, Sammy, and you had Coz. Now who do you have there? I don't know. But then you go on the bench, you got Cody, and you had Tavita Pango Junior. <laughs> like it's just mate, it's in, it's crazy, but it's Fuck. it's different. It's different. I've never just seen this many. And it's not just all, they're not just all like one culture. It's all different. So Samoan, Tongan, Indigenous, mm. Aboriginal, Torres Strait. Like, it's crazy to see. PNG, like David Mead, um, he's fitting in well at training as well. Like, it's it's just crazy to see. Oh, yeah, true. Mead as well. Fuck, forgot about that. Now, it's, one, where one, it used to be, sorry, it, just, it used to be. So, where are the black guys in your team? Yeah, one's wearing two, one's wearing five. They're yeah, on the yeah. wings there. That's the wingers. They <laughs> 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 yeah, they're One sailor, one's fucking Dakiri or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One thing I wanted to ask, mate. Now, Corey Oates, they make him out to be the dumbest human that's ever grabbed True football. story, but anyway. It's no. true story. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I wanted to clear up. So, okay. So, his nickname is Brains for a reason. Like, he's got a nickname and it's Brains. It's O.T. It's Gary. <laughs> and all all because some bloke called him at a promo Gary <laughs> Gary Oatenbrand I'm not even lying someone someone called him Gary Oatenbrand so his nickname is Gary I call him Gary because I'm from Spongebob like the snail who's got no brain yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> Um, he's, he's got, he's got, he's got core, so Corey, but then we call him Apple cause Apple core, like he's just, <laughs> <laughs> mate, he's just a debacle and like, he's just, he's not full quid. Like he's not a full quid. Like you'll, in, you'll spray him. he be like, what? <laughs> in his defense, I've heard what he lacks in brain size. He makes up in penis size. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know where you heard that from, but it's a true story. <laughs> Freddie's Freddie's been trying to take over your social where, media. Bro. Where have you been? Have you been, have you been that person looking in our sh- in our shell? Is that person? He's the that loses? guy that tries to do the bubbler beside him in the troughs. <laughs> oh gosh, mm. that's funny. That's well, Corey, funny. check me out. <laughs> it's funny you say that. You know, like talking about penises. <laughs> I get in the like when I used to get in the shower. I used to be one of those young fellows that wore his undies all the time. Mm. Now I'm like, you know, I'm 27, 26. Like 27 in a week, actually. Next, 27 next Thursday. Oh, crazy. Crazy. We're 30 old. next year, bro. What's it? What's what? It? Yeah. 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 Sorry. Apologies from that reaction. <laughs> no, that's what I do every morning when I wake up. Uh, fuck. I just wake up and I'm like, fuck, I didn't die in my sleep. I'm so pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> that was a little bit too far, dickhead. But, um, <laughs> but uh, what's it like being a December child, mate? Because my little fella, it's his birthday next Monday. Yep. So I, th- I thought I really fucked up as a parent. No, we're, we're late December bloomers, baby. so don't don't pee, don't panic if he doesn't grow up fast enough or he, he he gets taller. Like we come, bro, we get there. Yeah. Once in a while, like well, I mean, I used to be. I was in grade twelve. I didn't grow at all. As soon as like halfway through grade twelve, everything just happened for me. Yeah. Like I just got bigger, I just got stronger. Like it, it just happens later. Was and they it, and they call, talk was about it called Diana Ball. Hey, was it called Diana Ball? What is that? Di- it's I'm type, joking. It's, it's a type of steroid. <laughs> 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 See, I don't even know what it is. I don't got on it right now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what steroid is called. Cool, so I was like, what the fuck is that? No, I'm joking. But um, oh, yeah, because yeah, I remember when you were in high school, like you were not a big fella at yeah, all. Yeah, no, I was. I was definitely um, nowhere near 106 kilos. No, I was very small and um. Oh, mate, if you told me that I'd be 106 when I was 26, I'd yeah. be like, it's a lie. You used to fly away in a westerly, mate. Yeah, mate, 100%. <laughs> a quick breeze. Just, <laughs> there goes Drill again. Um, no, it's it. we're all late bloomers. And there was a study on, 
um, you know, kids who were born, you know, late in the year. And I'm pretty sure now that when you're born in December, you... The school you, year? Yeah, the school. Now. Yeah, yeah. So it's all changed now. Yeah, I think it has changed. Yeah, yeah. it's halfway through the year. Like, yeah. like the like States. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that would have been helpful. But um, yeah, there's a, there's a study out there saying that, you know, kids that were born in, you know, uh, October, no, November, December, they're, um, they're more of a chance to become um, athletes or become, you know, smart at, at things because they are late bloomers. Um, and when they do, they, they rapidly grow. Um, really fast so that was pretty cool to hear um when i was when i was growing up i heard about that and i, was, I thought to myself well we should bloody hurry up yeah. <laughs> um because i you know i always was all right at footy but i got a bit older and i, I could do things i didn't even think i could i didn't even know i could do um so yeah it's don't tell him don't don't worry about it it'll all, all right. come it'll all come sounds good <laughs> i'm not i'm not stressed now yeah, yeah. no you're good yeah Gerald told me I'm, he's gonna be okay yes yeah, so. well when is he born 19th of December. Yep. Oh, stop it. I'm the 22nd. Yeah. Good times. Good, great times. So, is it me? What is a Cap? No, what am I? Sagittarius? Capricorn. I think I'm on the border of, um, what do you call them? Signs. Those things. Star signs. Star oh. signs. I think I'm on the border of Sagittarius and Capricorn. I don't have a clue. Best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. They're lucky. Those signs are lucky. They get me both. <laughs> um, but the, the bad thing about having you. Don't ever do this to your son. Yeah. Don't ever do this to him. Buy him two presents, please. Cause oh, 100%. I no, always I'm got, not, I always got, a, do I always that. just got a present on my, on Christmas or, you know, I, I, I always got a, just a bit, a bit, bit of a bigger present Yeah. where I would have totally rather just have a small present on my birthday. Cause then you get to open a present that, you know, mum's always like to me, well, you got to wait for Christmas cause we got you a good one. And I'm like, you're like, mum, not a fucking boomerang. Oh, I've got Jesus, 30 of them. Yeah, fuck, mum. <laughs> Another painted boomerang bomb. You're like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> you picked them up from bloody bullies, mum. She got to the back. She's 19th of December tra- cutting up a tree. Like, bloody hell, Rhonda. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> She'll uh, kill me if she hears. <laughs> no, she did. You know, the funniest thing, while we're on presents, the funniest present I ever got my mum, and I, I bloody love my mother, but the funniest present I ever got her, I had whispers that I was getting a laptop for Christmas. And that was. Like you were going to say lap dance. I was no. Like, oh, <laughs> get your head out of the gutter. <laughs> Stop talking about Rhonda like yeah. that. <laughs> she'll come over. She'll hear us, mate. She'll kill us all. Um, yeah, so I heard whispers I was getting a laptop. Anyway, I woke up early. My mum's going to hate me saying this, but my mum used to go out the night before Christmas and roll at like three and be blind. And me and Keen would be sleeping. Um, and um, she'd roll in and when me and Keen are here, I'm like, what? Santa, you know, freaking yeah. out. Oh, Santa's here. Go, try to go back to sleep, but wake up at five. We wake up, mum, and she, you know, she's hung, hung, buzzing. She goes, oh, <laughs> I don't want to open some presents. <laughs> and get up, and I open mine. And it is, it's a, it's a laptop. Shittest laptop ever. <laughs> like, I'm talking <laughs> like one of the first ever MacBooks made back in 19 tickety, whatever. I, like, <laughs> And I'm thinking, I'm like... It's a display one. It doesn't even fucking work. <laughs> no, it opens she up. Just got it from but how old it was. It had one of those balls on it that you use for the mouth. <laughs> and I, I was like 13 years old. And I thought, this is the best day of my life. I can't even fucking watch porn on this bitch. I couldn't. Yeah, basically. I could not do anything on it. I had to put floppy disks in to play games. So when I took it to my mate's house, I couldn't remember which mate of mine it was. 
But anyway, he's got a PlayStation, and I'm tricking over, like, oh, look at my present laptop. And he's going, yeah, nice. Where do you put the CDs in? I was like, what do you mean? He goes, well, we've got a laptop for Christmas too, but we can put CDs in it. And I'm like... Like, well, there must be a mistake. Like, oh, like, I better go get. I better go back to mum and. You're like, bro, ask. CDs, man, old <laughs> floppy disks is where it's at, <laughs> brother. Floppy disks, mum. <laughs> like, I could only get bloody Age of Empires, and and it always would be put it in. I felt like I was getting cancer from it because it was going. <laughs> I was like, this is bullshit. Anyway, grew up a little bit. And I thought, oh, we're obviously struggling. <laughs> <laughs> We're obviously struggling if mum's getting me laptops from fucking Vinny. Like, like, oh, I must be one of those poor families. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, but me and Ken had each other's company, so which I just bashed him all the time, so it was great. Can't put a price on that. No, but the best thing about it was I, I grew up and had all this money, so I could just buy anything I wanted then, so it was yeah. great. You know, buy a laptop. What do you mean? I've got three at home now. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. <laughs> Mum, I can put discs in this one. <laughs> now I can put USBs in it. Now I've got Wi-Fi. Like. You can't even put discs in the new one. No, no. They're all brown bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're all... You can't even do anything with them anymore. You just download everything. You know about that, Freddie, downloading stuff. Downloading. No, not as much download because it's just there at your access. You don't Extreme even have to download fucking porn. YouTube now. Yeah. Just, you, don't, you don't even have to pay for a browser subscription anymore. <laughs> yeah. Don't, no. <laughs> don't act like, like you don't. Know, mate. <laughs> I joined after the life member at a, at a small price of like $1,000 two years ago. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Shyla Styles. Yeah. I'll always love her, man. Yeah, you, you don't say that name. <laughs> what's, you, what's that name again? Shyla Styles. <laughs> she's blonde with humongous tits. <laughs> she, yeah. She's blind. No blonde. <laughs> oh, yeah. Freddie gets into the oh freak porn. Oh my god! Oh my. <laughs> as soon as I get, <laughs> as soon as I get to porn sites, I'm like blind porn. <laughs> <laughs> blind. Pictures. It's just, it's just like two people having sex with fucking gold, uh, Labradors beside them, wearing the harness. <laughs> we're in the I, th- I think Freddie's favourite was uh, Ed- Edward Dildo hands. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Oh, man, one yeah, one time. One oh, time. We, are we going to talk? What, no, what have you got for one us? One time we got, we got into uh, my, my one of my good mates' parents' porn stash, and we're talking VHS. So we, we would have been like, oh, VHS is a tape, like a yeah, video. T- yeah, tape, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're this guy. <laughs> What's a VHS? Yeah, like, he only no, 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 I did know they were, but I was just confirming. I only know floppy like disk. Yeah. But um, yeah, and uh, and fucking, we get this D- uh, v- uh, VHS out of his dad's cupboard, and we put it in, and it was a porno. And where it is our, um, it's out of Bunya. Yeah. And uh, the porno was, it was this weird, like, um, it was like it s- was satanic freak, it was freak, um, porn. freak porn. And and like one of the scenes was like a, a, a like a, um, a disabled um, like Quasimodo a, yeah, thing. Yeah, it was like a hunchback of Notre Dame. Hunchback of Notre Dame, fucking this bitch. And then the next one was Edward Dildo hands. So it looked like Edward Scissors hands, but all his fingers were dildos. <laughs> it was fucking classic. And then yeah, we, we so yeah, so we watched this, we watched this fucking... Um, porn. It was like a four hour. It was four hour porn, and then we like the guy that owns the house. We're like, where where the fuck's Bo gone? And then we go go <laughs> we go outside, and he's in the bushes, fucking no, whacking off. Yeah, no. true story. I don't want to name any names, but I've got two mates that I went to school with that um, I caught in the act. I I told him I was coming over, and I it was late night, and I rode my bike over to bike over to their house. Yeah, two of my good mates in school. Anyway, um, parents were away, so I've you know, put my just being real quiet, but I didn't know their parents were were away. And I walk into the door, and the doors open. I open it. Anyway, there they are, watching 
watching an explicit tape together. <laughs> together, but there was a couch between. Uh, uh, there was a a mattress they put up between. <laughs> so oh. one was on one side. <laughs> is the mattress so it's mentally like the guy on the other side of the mattress isn't masturbating as well like or is it just yeah so yeah so it's there no obviously they both knew what was going on but they just had blocked it out of their head that there was someone on the other side oh that's classic um it was one of the one of the best things well sorry i was about to say one of the best things i ever saw <laughs> <laughs> and i did now but it was one of the funniest things i ever saw because they were like a Deer in a headlight, like when I was like, "What are you doing? <laughs> Get away!" Fuck <laughs> oh. off, sir. I'll come back in two minutes. It's a natural thing, masturbation, guys. Come on, yeah. it's fine. Got to do what you got to do. That's right. We talked about it's it also so a sin. <laughs> it's also a sin. Yeah. Yeah, oh. Still working on that sponsorship from Swiss Navy that uh, we need to get. Yeah, but uh. What, what's Swift Navy, Freddie? Just to clarify, just a silicon-based lubricant. Oh, okay. It's uh, yeah. so run us through some of the benefits. Silicon-based. Silicon-based is real good because you know, like jet, like your gel, like your normal, like KY, it fucking goes like. I don't know what that hard I, after I do a not, but I'm not that deep into <laughs> sexual stuff. Like, what is KY? Is that a lubricant? KY jelly, yeah. It's just oh, a, just. Okay. A is lube. it a sexual lubricant or yeah. is it just like a? Any day lubricant. No, no, just sexual, like sexual lubricant. It's, uh, have you haven't, had, you, haven't you heard the Eminem Luke? Put it in her ass, KY, yes, sir. Mm. And you know, uh, in old school, the movie, yep. you know how they have the, the oh, KY wrestling. wrestling yeah. yeah, that's why they call it KY. Yeah. Okay, so you learn something new every day. So, so anyway, that's. You're welcome. Yeah, I think KY is water based, <laughs> but yeah, so he's. Um, Fucking lubricant water base. Yeah. Water base is not too good, and um, but uh, Swiss Navy is legit. It was the f- I think it was one of the first silicon base, so it just it what? stays real. Yeah, it's fucking sweet, but it, it's like sixty this. bucks a pop, and you got to get it at porn stores. You can't get it like at Woolies and shit. I think you'd be a great ambassador for them. I think I would. Mm. Swiss Navy, like, and one of my mates who who worked in the mines, he actually was he had a big um pump bottle of it yeah and he had the other miners coming around to his dong uh, donger knocking on his door and was like mate can i can i grab a couple pumps of that swiss navy yeah right <laughs> yeah i hope he was charging that shit out 60 yeah. bucks a pop no he's just and then pump pump what yeah this is like i'm 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 googled this stuff this is it's legit yeah Swiss this navy is no, is not legit, legit. Like, and it comes in different that that's one thing <laughs> we do on this podcast we're full of truth all right yeah Freddy's not making it up it it comes in all different kinds of um Different kinds of ways. What? 10 yeah. ounce, Sensi- 60 ounce. So you've got your Swiss Navy water-based lubricant. You've got your yeah. Swiss Navy sensitive skin lubricant. That's good. Like your Swiss Navy silicon lubricant. Swiss Navy warming lubricant. <laughs> what? I yeah. mean, the last thing I want is more warm friction. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So I've, I've only trialed and tested about a million times the silicon base, so mm. I can only promote that. And have you... Do you have do you have it? Uh, no, upstairs at the moment. I've gone cheap and I bought bought my last. <laughs> he, he uses his Mrs. Hair um, yeah. hair, what <laughs> it, is it? hair enhancement. No, it was hair. It was hair treatment product because I ran out of lube. So I yeah, we talked about it fucking like last podcast. But at upstairs, I, I've gone. It's like a lifestyle brand oh, uh, yeah. silicon base. So you buy. <laughs> you can get that from Coles. Any Coles or Woolworths, I'd say it's in a black and gold. <laughs> it's black and yeah. gold lube. Freddie's yeah. that desperate at the moment. Yeah. He'll be an ambassador for any. 
me, man. I'm just like crying because it's hurting as I masturbate. I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> you got some crazy Clark lubricant. That's all the time. Oh, man. <laughs> well, oh, fucking hell, we better get off this and get into some UFC or something. <laughs> all right, bro, we've got to talk some UFC. Did you watch the fights on the weekend, Jarl? Did no, you get to I didn't see actually. I didn't actually <clears throat> talk me through yeah, them, though. So we had, we had fucking uh, UFC 206. We did. Yeah, 206 on the weekend. Um, I, I just want to quickly talk about three fights that were fight. It was a fucking awesome fight card. I thought it was one of the best fight cards of the year that wasn't one of those huge events. Super hyped. Yeah, yeah super hyped. It was we, definitely underhyped, I thought. Yeah, because like, because we lost the main event. Yeah. Um, and then so the main event had to step up to be Pedersen Holloway. For, for the viewers at home, what was going to be the main event? The main event was going to be uh, Rumble v DC. Ah, yes. Yeah, it was going to be Rumble v DC and DC had to pull out again. So he's very injury prone, but he's he felt like he's held the belt for 20 years, but he's pulled out of injury. Then he fought an Anderson, an old Anderson Silva. Yep. And then, yeah, so he hasn't had his proper, like, uh, other defense of it because of a, a no, lot, yeah, a lot of setbacks. He hasn't had a serious challenger yet. Yeah, so anyway, the three fights, man, the, the first one that was earlier in the night was uh, Cub Swanson versus Duho Ch- Choi. Cho? I, did, yep. I did see these highlights, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, man, that was fucking fight of the night, contender for fight of the year, probably contender for top 10 fights of all time. And it was just these boys throwing. They just threw it, didn't they? They just just threw down. Is that when he was saying? Um, did he? Did he? No, he, that wasn't that fight. It was when he was he was saying, "Let's just throw." Like at the end, there he was just saying, "Let's." That's just what you did. They were like, "Yeah," because yep. the other guy, one guy was uh, yeah. Japanese, and uh, yeah, look, he was. I might have just the, offended him by calling Japanese. He might have been Korean, but um, yeah, and uh, he and they did, and they were just like, "Yeah, let's go for it," because they'd already gone too hard. Would, he just pointed to the ground, didn't he? Did he yeah. point to the ground? I think. Oh no, that was one of his previous fights. I think you're thinking about that Holloway. Um, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, d- I know which one you're talking about now. I did watch this, this other one, but they did go hell for leather. Yeah, w- yeah. yeah, and uh, and man, they the thing with with that fight, that style of fight, is you take nothing away, um, Choi or like for losing because his stocks went straight up just because mm. of that fight, you know. Yeah. And they both, and and also Cub Swanson, he hasn't been. Um, it's a massive win for him because everyone was kind of thinking, what is he past or is he, you know, going? But he, man, he just showed. He just showed, and I've heard a lot of people say that he's so skilled at training. He's one of the more skilled fighters you'll see yep. in training. He, sometimes he just doesn't present it in the octagon. But man, mm. if you haven't seen that one, Swanson versus Choi, that was fucking sick. Um, and then I always want to talk about our boy Cerrone. The uh, cowboy. Yeah, cowboy <laughs> man. He had a fucking vicious Matt Brown. Um, yeah. Matt, uh, I'd say this was a sick fight because Cerrone didn't look like he was on his game. I heard that he had a fucked knee. And he, mm. he you know, obviously never talks about that shit. What was the outcome of all that eye stuff? It was just like to hype the event? The, no, the outcome was he was on a horse and the horse shot off on him and he went through branches and he did cut up his eye, but then they fucking put makeup and shit all over yeah. it. And um, so the, he did have scratches and a black eye. The black eye was from, um, who's the fucking, the Muay Thai fighter they always bring into camp. Um, um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Always on Schilling. Ro- Schilling. Schilling. Yeah, it was from Schilling, but the scratches and stuff was from his horse. Yeah. Running through like he hit branches and stuff. His movie stuff. Yeah. But it, yeah, and um Cerrone um versus Brown was fucking another sick fight, man. They went Was that a knockout? Like yeah, it was a knockout kick, in the third. He kicked him out. Yeah, kicked him. So he yeah. went it was another it was it was only a two piece combination this yeah. time, but it was a jab straight to the face. Brown went down a bit and then Cerrone and it was like 
Yeah, like fucking yeah. smack. You could hear it, eh? Yeah, yeah I did watch the highlights. And then he, he just walked yeah. off, like, so only knew he was gone. But what happened in that fight is Matt Brown was mad dogging him in the weigh-ins, in the pre, like the pre-interviews and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then before the third, they'd just thrown down for two good rounds. And then Cerrone's like, are we hugging this out? And then they, they were like, sweet, you know? So yeah. he, it was good that, uh, and they're both from Denver. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but, it, and, uh, yeah, so, but again, Brown, he's always in these wars. He had that loss and it's, I think it's his, he's lost the last five out of six or he's lost five out of six recently. And, um, and yeah, so, but in the second round, they're both on 24 significant strikes equal yeah, right, in the second round. I would have gave the first round to, um, Brown and then I didn't know who won the second. So the third was up for grabs and Cerrone just did his thing. Yeah. So it's fucking sick. And Another big concussion, but for Brown. Oh man, he was gone. So just tree trunked, bro. Yeah, I, I, I did see it. it. It will sound like a big hit, eh? Yeah. He goes well, the cowboy. Oh, like fuck, him. man. So I that's, like yeah, for, for cowboy, that's his fourth win in a row at 170. Yeah. So he's going he's going for a title shot soon for he's sure. Beast, yeah. And he still always talks about he can fight at 155 still. So but uh they they just want him at uh at 170 and obviously why would you fucking defer from that? But and then Pedersen Holloway main event was fucking well, I thought it was better than what I thought it was going to be. Mm. Um except Pedersen broke his hand in the first round. But before that, but Pedersen said he broke his round in the first punch. So he hit Holloway, broke it straight away, but before that it was like he was doing his showtime kicks and yeah, cool. And yeah, Pet broke his hand for that. Um, and then Max Holloway just because it was championship rounds in the fourth and the fifth, I think he because he, he missed weight, didn't he, Pettis? Uh, Pettis missed weight, yeah. weighed in at one forty eight. Yeah, yeah. So he missed weight. So him. Pettis would have won. It wouldn't have gone. He wouldn't have got the interim. Yeah. But um, yeah, Holloway. Yeah, Holloway stopped him in the fourth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you could tell after after that Holloway was just coming into his own as the yeah. as the fitness got got into it, and Holloway man, that's ten wins in a row at featherweight. So if they don't give him a fucking title shot now, oh no, well, he's got the title shot. He's gonna he's got the interim belt now. He's gonna fight Eldo. Yeah. And it, yeah, and I can see him beating Eldo. Yeah. He's he's just fucking in his own at the moment. Yeah, he's just on a mission, eh? Yeah. It's cool, man. It's a crazy sport, man. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Fuck. UFC two hundred six. Boom. <laughs> yeah, boom. <laughs> UFC 207 Jarrell Yao Yi V No 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 I, There's no hey, way Josh McGuire There's no, there's no way I'd In a heavyweight bout I'll jump in a ring any day But a, I wouldn't jump it off A bit of chocolate on white chocolate Let's see what goes down <laughs> Oh man Fuck Man Jarrell Thanks for coming in Yeah Well let's uh, uh, We'll get you So this is 20th episode We'll get you in Maybe we can squeeze you in Between your podcast next time um it is past my bedtime i'm uh, i'm an old man now not, well, as, mate, not as old as you but you'll have, you'll have to get us on your podcast mate yeah 100 we'll come um, in and give you the only thing we can't do is swear on that one <laughs> yeah <laughs> talk about our dicks and shit yeah. so i'll just sit there silently yeah. <laughs> you'll have to, you're have not to, gonna get much out of each other <laughs> you'll have to put together a clean spiel for swift Na swiss navy freddy yeah that's right yeah <laughs> I'm just like Corey Oates Let's go let's We go. might We might have more of a chance With On the Bronx one Getting Swift Navy on board I think Yeah No but thanks for having me boy Man, always, th Appreciate thank, you coming yeah. on Always, always welcome mate Thanks very much for coming in Truth Yeah you lift the building That was yeah. a fucking good chat Yeah Thanks for coming in again Jarrell And um Yeah It was good times I'd say you can follow Jarrell at At Jarrell <laughs> I don't know his tags yeah. I don't know his Twitter handles Yeah Yeah 
but I'm sure you'll seek him out. Or just just look at just follow the Bron- Broncos on Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that, and you'll yeah. you'll know he's the man behind it now. Sweet. But um, yeah, before you really cut me off, I was going to get into some off road chat. Um, but I don't have a whole lot this week because it's uh, nearly Christmas and everything's nearly wrapped up. But um, what have I got no here? No pun intended. No pun intended. What's um, your notes got, bro? Oh, mate. I'm just, because I need glasses, I'm squinting my face off trying to Are your to eyes that thing. bad now? Oh, probably. They're pretty shit. Just because of that fuck on? Nah, oh, I don't know. Who knows, mate? That's up to the doctors to decide. What kind of glasses you reckon you'd wear? I reckon I'd probably get some... Conor McGregor's or... Oh, does he wear glasses? The big ones. He wears them just for style, I think. Oh, okay. Because yeah. he's a style master? Yeah. I'm surprised you don't have a set then. <laughs> I'm going to get them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But, um, yeah, so over the weekend, there was a an off-road race. It was the... um, I think it was the final snore event for the weekend. It was over in the States. Uh, What's it called? The snore event. Yeah, snore. So because it puts you to sleep before you wake up at four o'clock SBS and watch the shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was a shit joke. But um, no, snore actually stands for the South Nevada Off Road Enthusiasts. Not snoring, you fuckhead. Oh, okay. Um, and it was the Rage at the River event, and um, our our friend over in uh in America, Mister Harley Lerner, he won it. So he came from twenty third overall through to first and won the event really yeah so saddled up in the alpha and just beasted the whole field Fuck. yeah so no that was cool and that so, was the guy you were over there with yeah yeah that was one of the good dudes who were hanging oh, out with over there so yeah congrats to congrats to harley lentner and nice, the, the youth theory bro. team i'm uh i'm rocking my youth theory racing t-shirt yeah i was looking today. at that before i was gonna i forgot to ask you about yeah. it but it's good good fucking well, logo a, and yeah, shit too youth theory racing i think they're a, a supplement company and um if you ask Ryan Taylor, it's pronounced uterary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet. U Theory, one of our new sponsors. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so uh, straight straight out of U Theory. They uh, specialize in collagen. I know you'd be pretty keen on that, pretty. Collagen? Yeah. Yeah, I'm worried about my crow's feet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll just have a talk to a guy who knows a guy and we might be able to hook yeah, you up. Yeah, sweet. Just another sponsor on the podcast. Yeah, I just want, yeah, I'll end up getting a facelift like Eminem did when he was like 36. Yeah, probably. Oh, we should book you in now then. Yeah. yeah. What What else? No, that's about it, mate. Um, I had a few other things to talk about, but we've gone pretty fucking long today. So. Yeah, but let's just talk. How did Luke Ayres go with his test? Yes. You? Sorry. Oh, shit, friend. Boom, um, Luke Ayres. Yeah, so shout out to Lukey. He had his buggy out on the weekend. I will um, actually try and make up for being a shit bloke and not mentioning that, and I'll try and share a video on our page. So he's um, out there and he's, he's Tatum that he's, um, he's, he's actually an ex-Harley Lentner car. So, um, yeah, he, Harley Lenton used to drive it over in the States and Luke's done an awesome job um, and his team of guys there um, have done an awesome job re- just bringing it back to life. It got the full strip down and clean up and it's got a brand new engine package in it and they uh, took it out to Gundawindi on the weekend and did a heap of testing. So Yeah, he put up a photo too, which uh, we got to post on um, another business we do, but uh, he's wearing the fucking, he's wearing the OE cap in that photo too. So. He sure is. So, yeah. yeah. Um, everything looks really good, and a uh, quick shout out to him as well. He um, actually got the keys to his house today too. So, oh sweet! I, uh, I caught him on the way over, and him and the missus were having a special dinner. Oh celebrate. really? Yeah. Where's that at? Uh, I'm not telling. Okay, because he, you know, it's Luke Ayres. I'm he's thinking got, it's Hamilton. Or he's some got so shit many like followers. I don't want anyone rocking yeah. up at his door. You know. Yeah, true. But yeah. It's oh, a, Luke, thank you, love. I you. think it's somewhere deep in Wollowin. Oh, nice, yeah. fucking Wollowin. Yeah. But um, yeah, congratulate those guys. Nice, guys. All right. Animal facts. Hit me. My All favorite right, so, part. So this one is, uh, and I've, um, I'm not going to lie, I do a lot of, 
when I find out an animal fact, I do a lot of research. This one was a bit complex for me. Um, so I had to read over and over it again. Um, but what, it, what we found is, uh, what I found was a, um, and props to my missus too. She, she hinted me up on this one. It's, but, it's nice for you to drop her name in a positive way on the podcast. Yeah. Rather than just talking about now on her, but, um, <laughs> um, yeah. So the pistol shrimp. Okay, so we're talking, uh, we're talking a little uh, crustacean. Yep. <laughs> so a pistol shrimp is um, packs a nine millimeter. Yeah, it 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 does. It it packs up. Uh, it has two. So it has one. It has an enormous claw they use to fire bullets of bubbles at their predators or or at the things that they want to eat. So uh, really, yeah, um, knocking them out cold or even killing them. Um, <laughs> So the, the result, the result of what happens is, is, is equivalent to 210 decibels. So far la- la- louder than an actual gunshot. So the gunshot decibel level is at 150. Really? Yeah. So this is underwater, obviously. Um, the, it has two claws, a small pincer and an enormous snapper. Okay. So if you think about it, it's got a pincer like a normal shrimp would have, but the right, I'd, I'd, I'd say right hand, cause that's what it looked like in the video. But the right hand is enormous. Um, the snapper. What are we talking? So scale on the scale shrimp. it on the shrimp. It um it can grow half the length of the shrimp's body. Wow. Yeah. So that one hand, the other one's not obviously just for functional reasons. Yeah. Swiss Navy. And um <laughs> and yeah, the length of the shrimp, the half the half the length of the shrimp's body, and um. It's, so it doesn't have symmetrical. It's not symmetrical in, yep. in its pincers. Um, I gathered that because yeah, you said one's one, bigger than the other. Yeah, one side is like a plunger and the other side's like a socket, yep. okay, of that of that big claw. And so what it does is it opens that claw. Bet, and, he'd, bet he'd plunge a few sockets. That's right. Um, so it, <laughs> so he, it opens that claw and then it has a muscle in between the, the socket and plunger. We'll just keep calling it that, yep. um, that holds that open until, until what happens is when it wants to slam it shut, when the prey's in, um, <laughs> that's what I said before, something that it wants to eat, it's prey yeah. when the prey's, um, in distance. Right. So once, so when it, when it slams shut, obviously the socket, uh, the plunger goes into the socket, which, uh, um, displaces the water. Mm-hmm. All right. So it displaces the water. The, the water jets out at about 105 feet a second. Crikey. Yeah. So it's, um, the velocity is so high that the pressure drops below the vapor pressure of water. So it creates tiny bubbles. Okay. So it creates tiny bubbles and then, um, and then the collapse, um, the, cl- when, when, then the, uh, pr- Tiny bubbles already present in the water suddenly swell in this low pressure, then collapse when the pressure climbs again. And so the, what, what's the main important thing of that is that um, for a, uh, when the collapse of the bu- bubbles generate for a split second, temperatures of 8,000 degrees Fahrenheit occur. Friction, bruh. Yeah. So 8,000 degrees Fahrenheit is nearly as hot as the surface of the sun. Really? Yeah. So it knocks out its prey. So what happens is it, um, the flash of light and the, ex- the, the, the extreme, the heat and flash of light resulting in a shock wave bombards the shrimp's prey. The shock wave, if not stuns them, kills them. Wow. Pistol shrimp. Boom. Yeah. On your face. In your face. 
That's awesome. Yeah. I'm super impressed with how into, you, into it you got there. Yeah, because I fucking looked it up and I was like, this is the most fucking sweetest thing ever. And but Easily it, our most interesting animal facts and, so far. And it's funny because when it, it, it when they open their um their right their gun, mm. it, it's like they lock it in. It's like they cock it in and then it and then boom, plunger into socket. Yeah. Bang, air bubbles, eight thousand degrees Fahrenheit, shockwave, heat everything happening and I watched it take down this fish and the fish was like, he went boom. And then the fish's eyes just went up and it was stunned. And then the shrimp just grabs it and drags it into its hole and starts devouring it. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, so it's also a carnival shrimp. Yeah. Mm. Say hello to my little son. Boof. Say hello to my little son. Yeah. Bush. Yeah. Sorry. If that fish was fucking having a bad day yep. that just got eaten, mm. What would he be thinking? Uh, my day got even worse. I died. <laughs> I thought he'd be going, fuck, I'm getting lemons. <laughs> <laughs> and on that party, people, we are signing off. We are out. Does a fucking sweet podcast. So follow us on Instagram and Twitter uh, at the BF Tangent. And always remember, people. Uh, One more thing, guys. I set up, you'll hear a new intro at the start of this and you'll hear an outro. Well, they would have already heard it by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would have heard that. Um, That was all on me. Brenton had no no fucking um, imaginary input into that. Um, Creative input would be more, more... an impressive word to use, yeah. but um, well, I had I had I we shared ideas, yeah. but then you went behind my back and all. The yeah, because I wanted to try to make it fight, so he'd be like laughing. But if you don't like it, let us know because we'll just fucking change it. Um, but uh, hopefully it's uh, hopefully it 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 tends well with you. So, mm. but uh, anyway, and, uh, yeah, we we are the BF tangent. Don't forget to tell your friends. And one thing you should always remember, people, is when life throws you lemons, say fuck it and crank the biscuit. Loot biscuit. Peace!